0: Welcome to The Sister's Guide to Financial Freedom. I'm your host, Crystal Lewis, and I am joined by my beautiful sister, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Crystal. Excited to be here with you today. All right, and we are here today because black Americans are at a disadvantage when it comes to wealth in this country, and we just wanna do our part, how little it may be to make a dent or change the trend of that, Um, so- Again, it's been uh, several months that we've been doing this podcast and I um, really enjoy our time together, Jenny, and um, I'm hoping that um, the conversations that we have are helping to inspire change and in people are just a reminder of how to do things a little differently
1: to um, continue to build build wealth. And it's been great just to have these conversations with you, just to kind of reiterate some of the things that um, are important to us. So Mm -hmm. I think it's great for us. And again, I hope, um, as you do, that our viewers and our listeners are also getting some uh, interesting nuggets of information that uh, help them in their financial journey to freedom. Yes. financial freedom. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So, um, it's April and uh, we've taken a little sabbatical from the podcast. So, how's how's your year been
1: so far? So far so good. It's hard to believe it's April. Wow, the first few months of this year have flown by. But uh, it's an exciting time. Uh, it sure has been an exciting time in my household, with my oldest celebrating her 23rd, and my youngest, my youngest, celebrating his 21st birthday this month of April. So I know, certainly an exciting time in Happy the Walton birthday, household. Logan. So shout out to Logan, <laughs> my 21-year-old. So mm-hmm. hard to believe.
0: Yes, and thank you for allowing me to bake his birthday cake. Well,
1: yes, Crystal Cakes. Uh, <laughs> Surely are beautiful, fun, and and uh, really kind of helped aid to the festivities for our celebration for Logan. Yes. So thank yes. you for Had me stretching so my <laughs> – well,
0: yes, baking cakes, gluten-free cakes is my side hustle. So thank you for your support and trust because, you know, it's a big – you know, 21 is a big birthday, right?
1: 21 is a big <laughs> one. So one to remember for yes, sure. Yes. So
0: thank you for that. Yeah. Um, April is National Minority Health Month and the theme the whole idea is that it is a time to raise awareness of health disparities across minorities in this country and the theme this year is better health through better understanding so obviously, it's a time to raise awareness. Um, We want to use our podcast to talk a little bit about that and the disparities. I know um, we'll get into the financial um, ideas in just a few minutes, but um, there are some staggering statistics that are out there that we all need to be aware of. Um, One, compared to white counterparts, African Americans are generally at higher risk for heart disease stroke, cancer, asthma, influenza, pneumonia, diabetes, hiv aids. Um and this is according to the Office of Minority Health which is a part of the Department for Health and Human Services. Um again, the more we know, the better we can, you know, make decisions, right? um but just some of the other statistics around health within the African American community um just are very concerning um i have a statistics here a statistic here that says 13.8% of african americans reported having fair or poor health compared wow. to 8.3% of of whites um I mean that's a big that's a big discrepancy
1: certainly very disheartening so and those can be life altering diseases mm-hmm. you know just um impacting your day to day livelihood so Absolutely
0: Um, also another stat is that 12.6% of African-American children had asthma compared to 7.7 of white children. So, I mean, we have asthma in our Mm -hmm. household, my husband and one of my daughters. Um, but again, just, you know, that's, that's a major difference And what, what I'm not a doctor, obviously, but, um, I have to do some digging to understand what is the difference? What is driving that, Mm -hmm. that discrepancy? Um, there's another stat that 42% of African-American adults over age 20 suffer from hypertension compared to 28.7% of white adults. That's over, that's like like over, um, 24, 24 points,
1: 14 Mm -hmm. points. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's just, it's just staggering. Um in the last statistic that I had that just kind of blew my mind, and I knew it was high but mm-hmm. um eighty percent of african American women are overweight or obese compared to sixty four percent of non hispanic white women wow eighty eighty percent eighty percent of black women are identified as being overweight um The CDC says that adults who eat a healthy diet live longer and have lower risk of obesity, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and certain cancers. Um, And, uh, you know, I know in our family, we we have issues with high blood pressure and heart disease that runs in our family. So that's definitely something we want to keep an eye on. But in general... You know, we want to see our beautiful Black peoples and Black women live longer and healthier right. lives and enjoy,
1: you know, the general generational wealth that they're going to be building. Absolutely. And while we may be predispositioned to some of these diets, there are certain things that we can control. And I think our diets, exercise, our our habits around healthy eating mm-hmm. can really help optimize our, our bodies and our health so mm-hmm. that we can leave more fulfilling, really health, healthy and joyful, joyful lives.
0: Yes. So again, the, the theme for national... Minority Health Month is better health through better understanding. So, you know, again, knowledge, knowledge is power. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes when you hear statistics, it makes you want to examine yourself or those around you and figure out what can I do differently? You know, what's within my control? So... um, this brings us to today's topic. And um, in honor of National Minority Health Month, um, we wanted to talk about eating healthy, um, but doing that on a, on a budget. So um, got to tie it back
1: into financial. Absolutely. And really, when you stop and think about it, your health is your greatest asset. Yes. Because think of how that can impact you financially, whether it's through medications, whether it's through um, doctor and other healthcare expenses, that can be very debilitating for certain families. If you, um, you know, if you aren't proactively managing it. So, so think of it as health being an asset and um, how you're structuring your finances should be around ensuring that you're supporting a healthy, healthy lifestyle.
0: Absolutely. Health is our greatest asset. Um, all right, I'm throwing out all kinds of statistics <laughs> today, but here's another one. Um, so many. Yeah, you know, I'm always a student. I just yes. you know I research these conversations. And I'm like, this is stuff everybody needs to know. Mm-hmm. Um, food consumes thirty percent or more of our income, and it's also a belief that eating healthy is very expensive. Um, food in general is just expensive, right? But um, do you have any idea what percent of your budget is is food? Um,
1: no, I should, but you know, I've already shared with you how I I am not the best one in keeping a budget, but it certainly doesn't surprise me that the statistic would be that high, mm-hmm. um, that food would would compromise that that large percentage of your budget, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I, again, so here it is: how can I control that? What can I do to control um, and optimize my budget allocated towards food and remind it reminds me of my son who is living on his own in an apartment now and um cooking, doing things making choices every day as to how he's going to feed himself mm-hmm. and um you know, there were times not so. Um, in the distant past that it was Domino's, it was doordash it mm-hmm. was uber eats i mean he had Domino's points when he was living home with us you know mm-hmm. things were didn't really stop and think about what he was spending on dining out or fast food mm-hmm. or food that was conveniently available to him well now he's got a job he's using more of his money towards his food budget mm-hmm. and he's really seeing like well wait a minute I can, you know, spend $20 on a meal out or I can go, you know, to Aldi's or to Myers and get a package of chicken, get a carton of pasta, maybe a bag of salad for $20. And I can eat off of that for three days Mm -hmm. instead of just one meal. Mm -hmm. So I think that it really comes down to, you know, understanding your budget, understanding what portion of your budget you want to choose to allocate towards food, and then really being disciplined within that to make it work. So depending on where you're at, your outside dining or your inside dining, you know, mm-hmm. will, may be uh, proportionate to really what you have allocated in your budget. But as with everything else we've kind of been talking about, it comes about planning, mm-hmm. really understanding, sitting down and and knowing what it is you want to spend, can spend, mm-hmm. um, what your needs are. Our our budget sure has changed in our household because. We don't have all four of us, you know, there. we When we were empty nesters and there was just two of us, mm-hmm. you know, we could look at it and rebalance it a little differently. Um, yes. So uh, I think it's as with any of the other fundamental disciplines we've talked about, it's first starting with what is my, you know, what is my budget towards this and having a plan, even when it's around, mm-hmm. you know, food and, and healthy eating. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Um when I uh, first got married, my husband and I did a um, premarital counseling session. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions they asked us is to take our our monthly budget and divide it into quadrants. So if you were to put 25% here, divide it into four. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think I had... Um, Rent is a fourth and I had expenses, I had savings and, um, um, recreation or entertainment as my four buckets. And, um, my husband put food in one of his four (laughs) buckets and I was like, whoa, 25%, you know, in Mm -hmm. his mind is going to food. And I thought, wow, you know, I put food in my, you know, household um expenses bucket, <laughs> so um but yeah, it's just you had you it know, in class manage all its own that. exactly exactly, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, you know the thing is it just everyone has has a different way of approaching their mm-hmm. budget, especially from a food standpoint, food for my husband, for example, is you know a bigger priority. Um, for me, you know, I'm always trying to manage my diet and, you know, mm-hmm. of course, my wallet as well. And I always say, you know, the more I spend on food, the larger my wa- um, waistline is. <laughs> but... Um, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that is, you know, planning head and being aligned on what it is, is um, certainly an important thing. To
1: Absolutely. Do. And what's important to you. I think that mm-hmm. was a great exercise in seeing kind of the value that he placed on that and yes. the value you placed on that. Yes. And a part of financial freedom is being able to have those choices. So if your, you know, food is a priority that, Loved it, dine out, or I like to experiment and try new recipes. So I don't want to just stick to the basics. I want to, you know, be able to afford higher quality or higher in meats mm-hmm. or seafoods and things like that because, you know, food is what kind of energizes or mm-hmm. feeds my soul. Mm-hmm. Then that's where you kind of allocate and, Mm -hmm. you know, plan for. It doesn't mean you don't do those things that bring you pleasure or joy. It's all about planning for it so that you can make those choices and you can feel the freedom to be able to do that. If you want to have steak and lobster tail, Mm -hmm. you know, look at that. Plan around it, get a budget mm-hmm. for it. It's That's no different right. than anything else that you kind of desire. That's right. Um,
0: we have to we have to eat to live, yes. right? Um, so do we live to eat or where are you on the spectrum? Is it <laughs> exactly. live to eat or eat, eat to, live? to live? Right. But um, <laughs> but what we want to talk about today is we have our top 10 tips for eating mm-hmm. healthy on a budget. So we had a dialogue about this a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and just thought, you know, what are those priorities as we're thinking about um, our wallets mm-hmm. and trying to build wealth, but not spending more than you have to, but also trying to maintain that healthy, uh, healthy eating habits. And the first point we had is plan in advance, and you right. already kind of hit on that. You know, that is just the golden rule across the board when it comes to. Um, building building wealth, it's all about planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that
1: could be planning mm-hmm. how much you want to spend yes. when you go to the grocery store. It could be planning what you want to eat. You mm-hmm. know, So planning, again, is one of those fundamental disciplines mm-hmm. that if you take it into all the facets that kind of impact your um, journey to financial freedom. Yes. Um, and this is just one of them.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, one of the things that, um, my husband, my family, and I do is we plan to do our grocery shopping on Friday. Mm-hmm. So we've got you know plenty to eat during the weekend when we're all kind of home. Um, but we have all of our meals planned for the week, and we're not going into the grocery store and just putting anything mm-hmm. in our cart. But we're going in with a list and being deliberate about what we're going to purchase that week, and we already know what we're going to make. For dinner mm-hmm. that week, too, because I would tell you, when we first got married, the, our, the biggest source of tension in our house was what what's is for, for dinner? dinner tonight? <laughs>
1: Those dreaded words. And, you
0: know, we could be getting ready for work in the morning. What's it for dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't gotten past <laughs> breakfast yet. Like, who knows what's for dinner? Um, but yeah, that's, um, you know, planning ahead. So it's eliminating that question. But you're also being thoughtful about, okay, I'm going to go and make these purchases Mm -hmm. for the week. And I'm only going to spend this amount of money doing it. And, um, you know, you can can buy a lot off of,
1: you know, your... And that's funny. And maybe that's something that I should have heard. 25, 30 years ago when I was kind of starting off uh, Mm -hmm. with my household because I was always one, my plan would be a list, but my list has always been like the core basics. Yes. So the things that I know I could build off of. So Mm -hmm. not really going shopping with the plan of the menu, Mm -hmm. but the plan of, okay, I know I need to have milk and fresh fruit and vegetables or what have you. Mm -hmm. And then kind of however I pull them together or making whatever work with what I have has kind of been my approach. Um, Unlike, I know our sister-in-law, she's awesome. You walk into her house and she's got a menu board. (laughs) So she knows, she plans it out. She knows what she's cooking, what day of the week. And, you know, structures her shopping, I'm sure, around that to be able to know on Wednesday, I'm getting you know, make chicken Alfredo. I've got all mm-hmm. those ingredients. But I've always been one of those that, okay, these are my whatever basic ingredients that I'm going to always have mm-hmm. at my disposal. And then I'll, you know, work them together in, you know, whatever way. So, um yeah. It's interesting the different approaches that uh, we all take to
0: For sure. Uh, and a basic I need. I look at our sister-in-law Linda as mm-hmm. well as a, you know, she's got it down. Mm-hmm. She I I've gotten it down to a week um planning a week in <laughs> advance. She's got a 30 <laughs> day Thirty day meal calendar, yeah. which is great. I mean, because you know, you if you know what you're gonna buy, you can go and buy it in bulk for the for the month. Mm-hmm. But again, yep. you're planning and it's not just planning for um you know managing your cash flow, but it's planning for your time as well. So that's yeah. you know, really important. You know, also planning in advance. I had a couple other tips here. Um you have that grocery list which we talked about. Um, also plan to, um, don't go plan to shop when you're not hungry, right? (laughs) You always have those impulse buys when you're you're in the shopping cart. Yeah, you hear that all the time. It's so true. (laughs) Oh, let me just grab that snicker Mm -hmm. bar. Um, and the other thing is shopping alone, um, I find that I spend significantly less Mm. money when I am doing the grocery shopping Mm -hmm. versus having my kids with me because you'll be at the checkout line like, where did this come from? Because they're adding stuff to the cart. Um, but shopping alone really does help you to mm-hmm. plan and, and stick with your It's not your as fun, but budget. you're
1: right. I think that um you've got two or three other people that are contributing to yes. what do we want to have in the cart when mm-hmm. you all go in as a family. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um number
0: two is waste less food. So um yeah, I clean out my refrigerator on Sunday nights because the garbage comes on Monday, mm-hmm. so if I'm throwing anything out and you, yeah, I want to make sure that it's in the garbage for the next morning um but I will tell you um, it I cringe mm-hmm. sometimes when I see how much food we've wasted um and from a financial
1: standpoint mm-hmm. it's just not
0: good pla it's not good planning no. to waste that
1: much food so it's not um, and I'm a big advocate, my family will tell you of putting things in the freezer. <laughs> yes. So if it's something that I've cooked up and I don't mind leftovers, maybe once, maybe twice, but generally no more than, than, than one, one more time. Mm-hmm. And then if there's still something left over, especially if it's freezer friendly mm-hmm. foods that we've cooked... I'll package it into individual servings so that maybe when you want something quick for lunch or Mm -hmm. if, um, you know, if I'm home for dinner by myself, I'll pull it out. And uh, so I'm a big advocate. Um, My my family kind of laughs at me because if I can freeze it, I will. Um, But that's something that I try to do. So I've always got something in the freezer Mm -hmm. that could be a go-to in the event that I'm not up for cooking or if it's just me um, that night.
0: Um, in repurposing food, um, my, our father used to talk about <laughs> how he'd make, he'd make, he'd uh, make a spaghetti, he'd make chili Everything one out day hamburger. and then he'd have chili dogs <laughs> the next day and then he'd turn it into spaghetti the next mm-hmm. day. So again, making that, that yep. kind of
1: stretch. Yep. Start with that hamburger
0: and it could go multiple different That's right. ways and That's feed right. you all week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the third one is take advantage of what the store has to offer. So use those oh, ones mm-hmm. or buy what is advertised on sale, or mm-hmm. even buy the store brand. So yeah. you know the outlets usually have some good deals, and you know take a minute mm-hmm. to to see who's got the deal on those things that are on your your grocery list. Because you know a lot of times we'll go to the same store, but maybe you know you drive or go you know the opposite mm-hmm. direction to another outlet that's got the things that you're looking for
1: that are on deal And it makes me think of like shopping what's in season. And Mm -hmm. it's different now because the way the food comes from all over, Mm -hmm. it's like you used to only be able to get strawberries in a certain season. Mm -hmm. Now you can get them all year round. Mm -hmm. But still, if you shop in season when that fruit or vegetable Mm -hmm. is typically Mm -hmm. in season, it's generally more cost effective. Mm -hmm. Again, if you can store some up, I always have blueberries in my freezer. So Mm -hmm. when they're plentiful in the summer months, I may, you know, buy some to eat and buy some to freeze, yes. so that I always have those to kind of pull on when they're off season or when they're so expensive that it's like, well, I'm not buying, you know, yes. spending that much for that fruit right now. Um, so, so buy when things are are in, in season, uh, as well as a tip that I would. I try to live for by. sure.
0: Um, we were talking to mom about this topic and she's like, I know, I can't believe how many varieties of apples there are <laughs> in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And and for me to make a decision, I go to the one that's on sale. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are a number of varieties and everyone in my house has a different taste. Mm-hmm. You know, some like green apples, some like the red, and um, so we'll stock up on what is on on sale. When it comes to um, to fruit um, and even um, yeah, fruit apples, of mm-hmm. course.
1: Um, and I think you just mentioned it around coupons. Yes, uh, buy what the store is offering. Yes, and a lot of the stores now offer these smart coupons. So mm-hmm. if you don't already have your favorite grocery store's app, you know, mm-hmm. on your phone. I would suggest also doing that because sometimes you can go in and uh, take advantage of what the store is Mm -hmm. offering. And then by using those smart coupons Mm -hmm. through their app, save even more.
0: That's right. Um, Don't overlook damage or or less than perfect foods. Um, There's a, there's a app called, or I think it's called imperfect foods Mm -hmm. where they sell stuff that's wonky, funky, or bumpy, you know, so, you know, that's an option um, number five is min- minimize the meat, make meat a rare treat or mm. find that um alternate protein option. I know my daughter loves steak she mm-hmm. loves steak um so. know we buy that sparingly but you know certainly that is an option you're right
1: it used to be the ham or the turkey was served on the holidays not every day a part of every meal and so i think even for healthier lives really shopping the outer aisles of fresh fruits Mm -hmm. and vegetables and limiting the meats and Mm -hmm. processed foods um Mm -hmm. you know add those more sparingly to your diet can help in your budget probably also help you in your health wise as well
0: that's right that's right um and um, you know, one of the things that we did at Christmas time, I was thinking, oh, I'd love to do you know a nice piece of beef like mm-hmm. prime rib or or tenderloin. And when I went to the grocery store, I was like. That's how much that costs. Like, no, we'll be doing something else. And, you know, I got a roast and put it in the crock pot Mm -hmm. for six hours. And it was fantastic. (laughs) So it was a fraction of the cost. But, you know, certainly didn't miss out on that, Mm -hmm. you know, meat occasion for for the holidays. Um, Number six is consider frozen versus canned.
1: Mm -hmm. And some, some frozen vegetables are actually higher nutrition Mm -hmm. nutrients for you because they're flash frozen at the peak of ripeness Yes, than getting them fresh. So yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. And my, my
0: kids love it too. And, you know, we use that frozen fruit to make smoothies, Mm -hmm. which are super healthy. You can put everything you need to in it and, you know, um,
1: certainly, more and cost efficient and they to make them. they stay them at home. fresh. They're not as perishable. So yes. You're not throwing out those uh, vegetables yes. or fruit that have kind of rotten in the drawer in the refrigerator. Exactly. Buying that way.
0: Um, buy in bulk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, we had talked about our sister in law planning mm-hmm. out her 30 day calendar and, um, you know, going and and, uh, purchasing those things that she knew she was going to need for the next 30 days. Yep. So you, you know, buy that in Just bulk, be careful. divide it up. Don't and, buy
1: in so much bulk in the fresh foods that you don't use them. Oh, so that's right. always be smart that's uh, right. about what you buy in bulk and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, certainly.
0: And even cooking in bulk. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we talked yep. about dad making the spaghetti sauce mm-hmm. that could be used <laughs> for chili and mm-hmm. you know, other things as well. Um, you know, making those big batches of soup
1: and chili, those freeze well as, absolutely, uh, yeah, those are so, great in little bags, individual servings, mm-hmm, and you can mm-hmm. warm them over and heat them up,
0: yes. Um, and we talked about this a little earlier, can um, and this is num- number nine is consider the season, mm-hmm. so purchase what's in season or grow a garden,
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, our neighbors and my brother, you know they have gardens and of mm-hmm. course they're growing so much so many vegetables they can't eat it all themselves yeah, so you the know wealth. i get to reap the benefit mm-hmm. of the excess yeah. so you know it's cooking lots of zucchini bread all summer yeah. long
1: and that's good just for your spirit it's yes. great to see dad now that he's retired yes. you know have a garden and keep that so it's uh, gives you an activity to do and it right. also saves you um from your food costs and mm-hmm. helps you eat healthier mhm and um, I just remember going to like Walmart and seeing these
0: huge bins of peaches for 50 cents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, we're going to have peach something because <laughs> it's on sale. It mm-hmm. might not have been on my list, but it right. was such a good deal that I'm like, okay, we're going to drop the store. Like exactly. Yeah. We're a little flexible to do that. Um, and then the last point is making it at home. Um, If it's something that you can make at home versus buying, I mean, think about the stores Mm -hmm. offer chopped vegetables Mm -hmm. and fruit for a premium. I mean, you can buy like four pineapples for Mm -hmm. the cost of the pre-cut pineapples. But, um, you know, make it at home.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And one thing my dad does, our dad does, is he makes his salad dressings at home. Mm, like, yeah, he has started. Do you doing really that. need to
1: buy salad
0: dressing? Mm-hmm. It's vinegar and oil, and so, <laughs> some in some sort of sweet something sweet, Um mm-hmm. like honey or or honey mustard.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Little Leo. exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, there are great recipes that you can do at home that, you know, are fresher, healthier, and they're also um, not as heavy on mm-hmm. your pockets either.
1: So my challenge to you and me and, and our viewers and listeners is think of one thing you could do differently that could help move you in the direction of healthier eating that also is uh, healthy to your budget. That's right. All right. Great way to end. I knew
0: we flew through those last ones. This has been such a great conversation. As we always. need more time to chat. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're at um, the end of today's discussion. So thank you for, um, again, a great conversation. And thanks to all of you who are tuning in. If you want to follow us, please look us up on at the Sisters Guide on Instagram. Um and just remember the journey to financial freedom is just that it's a journey. Um so um it's not it's it's not a sprint. Um it is a marathon. So stay positive, stay intentional and stay disciplined. So thank you. Bye now.